Hello. Hey. Hello. Hi. And welcome to the season finale of Theater Thoughts. For the last time this season, I'm Ty Etherton. And I'm Kiara Sweeney. And we're two former theater kids now turned forever theater adults. Whether we like it or not. Listen, it is not terminal. But it is something that we live with every single day. And we're here for the last time this season talking about all things theater, education, and the performing arts. So let's, for the last time, get into some theater <laughs> thoughts. It's not really the last time, no. but it's the last time for, for, a, little for while. a hot minute. We just need a little hiatus, a little break um, yeah. for the holidays because they're busy. It's busy. We got shit to do, yeah, things got to do. Lots of things to do. Not that we don't love doing this. Yes. I'm genuinely going to miss our bi-weekly conversations, but... <laughs> because we don't talk any oh, other time. We never talk about theater ever. It's silent. of this podcast hey happy season finale Woohoo! we made, we made it. it 22 episodes yes uh spanning over 10 months yeah uh and just having a ball doing it yes um what has been your okay, I, thoughts really quickly i really just remember it we kept talking about doing it and then do you remember we had like a snow day and we were like should we start the podcast Yes. Today? It was literally like like something we had consistently been talking about. It was like a, a goal or a dream that we... we it was kept, like two stories in a row. We kept revisiting. Yes. And so we were like, do we do we go for it? And yes, and then we I, did I it. think it was probably one of the best spontaneous decisions we've made because we finally were just like, if we just keep talking about it, it's never going to happen. Let's just freaking do it yeah that's kind of my favorite moment from this experience yeah i think was just the initial like let's do it let's just do it and we'll figure it out along the way and And we started about 60 or not 60 we probably started about 15 feet that way (laughs) we did and now we've officially found our spot a little corner a pod corner yeah and that's what we call it now the little pod corner yeah it's nothing special no we sit on the floor in between two desks (laughs) So between two ferns. Yeah, but it's I don't know. It's it's just been a journey. Like and I think it's interesting to think about the variety of conversations we've had, the um the laughs we've shared. It's it's just been a joy and yeah. a journey. And thank you all for doing this with us. Yeah. We appreciate it. Yeah, we yeah, we couldn't do it without the thoughts. Okay, so today's finale episode is uh, a blast the from the past. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most dramatic The most dramatic season recaps. You. The most dramatic finale. In theater thoughts. In theater thoughts history. Cut to the end of season two next year. <laughs> this one's the most dramatic. dramatic. <laughs> this can, is a bachelor we can, cut. We can claim ours as being the most dramatic. It is. Color. Oh, because like theater. Yeah. I was thinking because I was like, there's nothing but. Yeah, this is the most dramatic because the bar was set at nothing. <laughs> and now it's currently something. <laughs> so, yeah, it is the most dramatic. Um, But we want to recap the entire season. Yeah. So this is our. And here's what you missed on. Theater that. Um, uh, which that podcast is really popping off. Oh, Absolutely. I would like to cut a brand Every girl and gay podcast, top tier. Do you think we can collab with them? (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my god, I would sorry for that high pitched noise. I got so excited. I would live. That would be killer. I would live. Anyways, we digress. Um, I digress. (laughs) But we are recapping every single episode of Nope. That's a different podcast too. With two gay men. Dressed up as women. Work. (laughs) Um, what are we doing here? Oh yeah. We are recapping every episode that we have put out this season to review it, to revisit it, to add any extra thoughts, to reflect, revise, uh, redistribute. Uh, and uh, it's kind of a table of contents in case you missed an episode. So you can say, oh, crap, that sounds fun. I'm going to go back and listen to that episode. So let's start at the very beginning, a very good place to start you know it i do i am familiar (laughs) hey all the way back january 21st 2022 do you remember it it was cold it was like i said it was a snow day (laughs) yeah or at least the day that we recorded it it was a snow day um we released it's showtime which was an introduction to our podcast featuring our favorite shows. Okay. Yes. You had mentioned uh, a plethora of shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you, have any shows changed your mindset or thoughts since then um, uh, that you want to add into the mix? Ooh, that's a good And Juliet is definitely headed up there in the. Uh, uh, oh, it's just Bop City. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, good. It's like, good. You, uh, I mean, we've seen quite a few shows since then. Like, uh, we went to go see, um, uh, oh shoot, uh, it's another jukebox musical, uh, Moulin Rouge. Sorry. Oh yeah, we saw Don't Moulin know. Rouge. We saw Moulin Rouge. We saw a bunch of shows at high schools. We've seen a few other yes. pre-professional and professional productions. Um, Which pause? Seen... This is a great time to talk about the fact that we are in show. Uh, the green circle of shows right now shows are popping out left and right so we are seeing a bunch of shows that we know before there's a couple musicals that we know nothing about that we have tickets to Mm -hmm. within the next couple weeks but you know we're really pulling it out yeah so i i don't know i just i think i've been very grateful i've you know always made it a point to go see theater but it's always so nice to have, you know, those new theatrical experiences. Uh, we got to see Rattlesnake Kate. Yeah. Which was, I think, one of the coolest theatrical experiences yes. I've ever had. That was um, really, really special. And one of those those pieces of theater that I think I'm going to remember for a very long time. Well, because it's only a small percentage of people right now, at least, yeah. that know even what it is, the story and the beautiful music from it. I'm still yeah. waiting for a cast Kept album. Recording. Come on. Come on. So I agree with you. Um, uh, Speaking of rattlesnakes, bites, that brings us to episode two, Diagnosis Theater Obsessed, where we talked about getting the theater, the bite from the theater bug, catching that theater bug um, and going through it. Has your love for theater and your admiration for the performing arts grown through this experience? I think so. Absolutely. Um, I mean, there's never not a, I think a day where I go by and I'm not grateful that I, I get to be a part of this community and this uh, creative art because it's just enriched my life so much. And so to be able to, to share that experience with so many people that I love and care about, that's also just like, the best like how can how can you not love it 
Well, and I think our community is so set on like, uh, we recently just went to the Bridgerton experience mm -hmm. um, and talking, you know, uh, as we wanted to really dress to the nines, yeah. we touched base with, you know, another theater thought, someone who appreciates theater. Shout out to Barb um, And she has so many period dresses and, and hats and that coats and whatnot that she's collected and and it was awesome for us because we got to wear them in something that we wanted to do but talking with her about it she's like i'm so glad you guys are wearing these because they'll like i collect these and they'll just sit and only people that really understand like what this is and what it's used for and all of this and like want to do this make believe this play this like fun you know it, storytelling through these costumes, like those are the only people that are going to appreciate it. Oh. Otherwise, I'm just an old lady who has a bunch of random weird dresses and costumes in my house. Well, and we looked sickening. Oh, one. yeah. And two, it was so fun. I had several people yeah. comment on on our dresses. They were yeah. like, those are beautiful. Those look exactly right. like they came out of the show. Yeah. And to get to turn back around and say, thank you so much yeah. like our friend who's an old she used to be a theater teacher she lent them to us and you know just to get to show them around like it's just it was so fun our and friend is an old love you love <laughs> you yes no i completely agree um yeah. uh, speaking of dresses the number of times i've seen someone fall in a dress yeah it's been plenty of times falls fails and mishaps when the show goes wrong Okay, it first featured our first guest, Delaney Sweeney. Yes. Uh, she's still alive and kicking. Yep. She's still doing the damn thing. Yep. Um, and we had plenty of stories about theater fails and whatnot. Yeah. Um, anything that comes to mind, I think about our last Rock of Ages rehearsal, um, where we're starting a bunch of lifts and stuff and seeing some of this stuff go wrong. Nothing major at this point, but it, in the back of my head, I'm always going, I hope everyone is ready for this, because if you're not there to catch this person, yeah. you will fall. Yeah. So I don't think I've witnessed any good falls recently. That's a real downer. Yeah. I just want to see a good fall. Listen, if you're Someone, in a production, if you're in a production <laughs> and I'm coming, please fall. Fall for me. Give me something funny. Great. Do we it for want, the bit. Do do it for the bit. Do it please. for the bit. Throw yourself on the floor. I would. I would howl. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Like, yes. <laughs> you better fall. Oh, it'd be iconic. Oh, my God. Maybe we'll get another iconic Thespon fall. Fingers oh, crossed. Fingers crossed. On I the main stage, so. I'm hoping. I We can't <laughs> talk. I don't think it's public knowledge yet what the main stage shows are, but Karen and I were talking about them. There are plenty of opportunity in both of these shows for, for falling, especially the musical. Yes. <laughs> okay. Speaking of musicals. Oh, my God. I didn't even do that on purpose. Episode four. Musical for Dummies, a director's how-to guide, auditions, rehearsals, performances. We're preparing to uh, uh, put out audition stuff for our sh musicals. Yes. Um, uh, a year ago, we were talking about um, you doing Mary Poppins, myself doing Little Mermaid. Yes. Should we announce to the audiences what we're doing this year? <laughs> you said yours last I, Did I say episode. Guys and Dolls last yeah. year? Yeah, you said you're episode? doing Guys and Dolls. And I'm doing High School Musical. Yeah. So the kids are really gagging. My kids are really gagging for it. And I kind of love that. Oh, my kids are absolutely feral. For I live. 
Um, but honestly, I love Guys and Dolls. Yeah. Does not get the credit. Put some respect on its name. I, I I completely agree. And I didn't know a lot about it either. But like the fact that kids are like, oh, I've already memorized my songs. Right. And my the addition songs that I put out are like the Bushel iconic song. Bushel, so for the girls. Yes. So I did two guy, two girl, and then two chorus ones that kids Bushel Nepek is the chorus one. Absolutely. Um, another one, oldest established. Just, yep. Yeah. That's the girls and guys uh, like ensemble song. So then I did uh, a part, the hardest part from Adelaide's Lament. Because I said, if you're going to be her, show me, baby. Um, and then if I were a bell, yes. Sarah's song. You're talking to me like I don't know these songs. I just learned them. <laughs> I don't know them. So uh, I, I just learned I used to them. watch the like VHS tape with um, Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra. I've wa- like, I watched it maybe... 10 years ago and then when i did it i i lived the full fantasy that that show absolutely gives then the two guy songs are what? sit down sit down and um uh luck be a lady yeah Easy. absolutely clocked them yeah especially with the junior version they like yeah. hits only yeah that was the name for of the game. real they hits really said hits only. only yeah i completely agree except for take back your mink you I have listened to it. Yes, so absolutely. Um, that brings us to episode five, which is our first ever script tease episode. Oh, where we Sumi? talked about. Sorry. Oh, Sumi is a great song too. Sumi's Don't even so get good. it. Yeah. Sorry. Anyways, uh, we talked about West Side Story for our first script tease episode. Yes. I still love West Side Story. Um, my mom still has not watched the movie, and I literally am like, Julie, what are you doing, girl? Get on it. Get on it. Yeah. Because. I still think back to that first experience in the theater watching the new version. No. <laughs> I don't know. There was something magical about that experience. I would go see it in a movie theater tonight. I literally would. Tonight, so my like, tonight. You yeah. want to go? And I'd be like. Yeah. yeah. It was so good. Absolutely. I absolutely love it. Um, I just. There's just something so iconic about that show like there's literally there will never be another west side story and i don't want there ever to be another west side story you don't mess with a masterpiece right and like i was really nervous when they dropped the new film but ultimately well when you heard that first i was like oh but ultimately i was like so so pleased with how it turned out um so, I live for it too. Yeah. 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 Um, that that's a us... that's a that's a bucket list. Oh, fully. Let's I don't just know get when I'll ever, up I don't in know there. when I'll ever get to do it, but that's that's a bucket list item for sure. If you head to the school that you want to teach at, you could probably do it. Yeah, maybe. Not at the school you're at now, but <laughs> with the middle schoolers <laughs> and the whites. <laughs> <laughs> um, that brings us into episode six. Get into it, creating a character. Okay, where we talk about practical practical advice about getting into character. And as I'm, I've been in a bunch of my classes during my advisement time, um, and after school have been doing um, Thescon competition pieces. And it's I, I tell every time I get to this season, I go, ah, oh, I could do this all day mm-hmm. of just like running through this because it's all about characterization of like, mm-hmm. great, you can sing the song. I love that you can sing the song, but. Like, what is the character? How are we getting from point A to point B? And you have such a little time to do it. Yeah. So I love characterization. If you haven't listened to that episode, mm-hmm. get into it. I did, like, a refresher on characterization in um, my classes this week. Have you ever done, like, the object exercise where, like, um, 
so we start with character walks. Right. I had them like do a couple practice walks. ones, and then I had them do it as their character for the script that they're doing. Then I had them like interact with each other as characters, and then I did the object one where basically you say. You, you see an object that belongs to your character like floating down from the sky oh, and then you have, have to like catch it yes. and then you have to like it's a good pantomime exercise right. as well because you have to like show it um, and then you have them like tell it what it is and why it's significant to their character. I love I that. I learned that from Brianna. So mm -hmm. yeah. Work. Yeah. Um. Hey, uh, we just went through the first six episodes and we've got uh, I can only do math. It's 21 minus 6. So while we take a break, learn what that is uh, and we'll talk about the rest of them when we come back. Back, 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 back again. Giving you a taste of what's happened in. Like I got that you. Yes, got, I've done it probably three or four times. Yeah, it's Alyssa Edwards. Yeah, my mom. <laughs> my Sorry, Julie. Bio mom. <laughs> <laughs> that gay man from Mesquite, Texas, birthed me. <laughs> Yeeted me out. Yeah, you did. Hey, welcome back. Thank God this is the season finale of season <laughs> oh one of Theater Thoughts. I feel like we just get more unhinged the further along we've got in all Oh, absolutely. Journey. Like at the beginning, it was like, ha ah, Hello, everyone. So funny. So cute. And then it's just. It, it, Y'all want to hear some jokes? <laughs> yeah. You like jazz? Yeah. And, and that's, that's jazz. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're back. Talking about uh, our entire discography, <laughs> yeah. uh, our series, going through everything. We stopped at uh, episode six, and we have 15 episodes to get through as well. 21 minus six is 15. Took me a second, but I figured it out. Hey, let's jump into episode seven. Episode seven was the first interview of Theater Thoughts. Our music man, Thoughts with Colin Sinclair. How did you enjoy the, the interview experience? Honestly, I think that it was for the first time. I was very glad it was with someone we know very well because mm -hmm. we were able to kind of figure out, okay, like what does this look like when we're like not just sitting across from each other, you know, shooting the shit and just like having yeah, a conversation. Absolutely. Right. What does this look like when we're like sitting down and we're asking people questions? We're trying to get a certain level of information from them, but also carry on a, a, you know, specific type of conversation around whatever the topic is. Yes. Right. Um, and so I was very grateful for that, um, you know, interview with Colin. I can't say that I remember it super well. <laughs> Love you, Colin. Not memorable. No. But, but I it's think... like, the, I just remember it being a very pleasant conversation. Yes. Um, Absolutely. I think I remember it being very like almost cathartic the first time that we had this actual interview because it was the first time I was like wow asking someone to be on this Colin had listened to episodes prior so we understand mm -hmm. what we were talking about and like the preparation that went into it us like preparing questions and asking them and asking follow-up questions to things um it was a very good episode that turned out really really well mm -hmm. um and I think that to me feels like the uh hitting the ground running for um like 
when our episodes started gaining like a lot of momentum, at least feeling that like, okay, we're going to talk about this on our episode and these are the things we're going to come loaded with versus kind of being like, let's talk about this. And these are some talking points. Like we really hit it hard, which brings us to episode eight, the episode. It's all Greek to me. Uh, our first history episode. And it was, I think, like I said, to this day, I think it's still like my most memorable episode. It was not only information packed and, and that's so it, many good I things. I think the reason why it was so memorable is because it surprised us with how much fun we had talking, talking about, about Yes. Also talking about something so archaic that a lot of people don't know about and being like, no, actually, this is so informative. This is so interesting. And funny. Yeah, and absolutely a laugh riot. Yeah. I think it, it really helped me kind of, uh, you know, it, it's easy living with you and talking about theater history and being like, ah, I love this and I love Shakespeare and I love all of this. But like talking to people that aren't a part of our world being like, wait, what? And then like coming with you and talking with this, you're talking about this topic and yeah. being like, no, you're right. I do love this. This is hilarious. I want to start talking yeah. about this more. Yeah, absolutely. No respect for the dick sticks. <laughs> no respect. No respect. They were How just parading you? around. Let them live. Let them live. Speaking of living, I live and die in our episode nine auditions. I hope I get it. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> I just said, I was just in my head and I was like, speaking of auditions, we're in a show. And then I went, oh, I didn't audition for that. <laughs> I was picked. Elite. Elite, elite, the planet elite. <laughs> I'm from the planet elite. Um, Auditions. Uh. Thescon competition pieces pieces are kind of like comp or auditions. I think that is one of the best experiences or the closest experiences you can get to that with outside of the auditioning experience I think so too. itself. And um I don't know, I still think about, you know, the the audition experience and how I wish, you know, I could go back and do it again with what I know now. I know that yeah. I would be an even stronger auditioner, but it's really cool now to know what I know and to be able to pass that information on Absolutely. to others. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, whatever, you know, 15 year old Kira would have very much appreciated this advice. I had a pretty solid foundation, but now, you know, with trial and error and everything yes. I've learned over time, it's just like, now you've got that wealth of knowledge that we can share with other 15 year olds. Yeah. Right? Auditions, <laughs> auditions are not, less scary from when we recorded the or when the pod was posted no, back in may absolutely they're still as scary however i hope that episode and and any further knowledge or any experiences that anyone's got with auditions is every audition should feel easier but i, I you know and i think we talked about it in that episode of but auditions will never feel easy because we hold stake into wanting yeah, to do you, our best and, it's and get our part. vulnerable mm -hmm. putting yourself yeah, out there and, and going for something that you really want only to you know maybe book or maybe not and then you're you're devastated speaking of getting what you want or maybe not getting what you want we jump into episode 10 which is our second script tease about the play choir boy uh i, I just got goosebumps so <gasps> i just got goosebumps how did it. i overlook that i think that was the best piece of theater i've saw all year yeah that was fantastic. i loved rattlesnake oh gosh it's a it's a toss-up but you know what two. let's 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 shout tie out it to all the together. denver center shout out to the denver center of putting on fantastic you're, pieces yeah, of theater you're joking me we should go see more of their stuff absolutely i i was blown away yeah. at that production oh it was so good. Was... And they were naked. <laughs> I forgot about that. You know it's good 
in Ty Etherton's world when, when the writing the is, is Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, Choir Boy, if you have not read it yet, I literally bought it when I was in New York City after we published that yeah. because I was like, uh, I have it's to, have to, have to get it. a fantastic yeah. piece of theater. It's so amazing. Uh, episode 11 brought us a Kira Sweeney original, 5678, a choreography crash course. Yes. Okay, uh, since that video, or since that episode dropped, you have choreographed like three more shows. Mm-hmm. How's it feel? Two? Good. Maybe three. Two. 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 Are you still keep it on? You still have the choreography uh connection? Um, You're still feeling it? Yes. I I think I've I've entered a new era of my choreographic journey. Oh my God. I, I really do think that the the things that I've been doing in the last year have pleasantly surprised even myself. With with just like pushing myself outside of the the boundaries that I already knew, and um, challenging myself and and challenging other people to still have that same high standard. And the coolest thing about it has been like I get all these really, I would say I've I've been kind of you know experimenting with I was more styles say it's and experimental at this and point. Um, just like being so comfortable in it that I feel like I can make the not safe choices anymore, which is so weird to say, right? You're so comfortable right. with something that you, you don't get to play it safe anymore. Um, but I think that's the point in which I've landed on. And it's really cool because everything I've thrown at out at people, both in mama Mia and now with rock of ages has been met with, yes. Oh my gosh. Not, not just like, uh, not just excitement, but also like, the the like yes let's do it like right. th- while that may intimidate me I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna be like excited to to challenge I myself agree. and that's I where that. that's where I'm at so love it's it cool then we jump into episode twelve hi gay LGBTQ theater history um still gay still kicking so <laughs> happy to report happy to report the episode changed me and uh, <laughs> I'm doing good no theater is still gay gay is still happening in theater mm-hmm. new theater is uh happening you know did we talk um, about um strange loop winning yeah i think so i think it was right around that time so things are coming out it's still amazing it's still awesome gay theater since then uh gay theater legend leslie jordan passed away um gay uh and we'll miss that little homo yeah love him uh episode 13 navigating youth theater our summer recap uh, we did that. We worked with little kids and it happened. It was a really great episode um, of understanding um, the, uh, you know, professional summer camp uh, educational uh, process mm-hmm. and also tips and tricks on working with those younger thespians, yeah. those younger thoughts Performers. Um, and, and how that navigates. Yeah. It was I, great. Yeah. I, I think we're already getting to that point. Once January hits, camp season. It's it. We're already. I agree. We're already. Yeah. We're already there. I got to get through a bunch of stuff, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, it's fine. Um. Then we talked about uh, in episode 14, our second interview, Rising Like a Phoenix, thoughts with Laura Lee McDaniel, where uh she brought uh broke down um what it's like to own a professional educational theater company. Um, and how to rise from nothing and create something absolutely fantastic and amazing. And we are so lucky that even through the process of this podcast, 
Um, the professional theater education company that we both work for um, is growing at an exponential rate. And mm-hmm. we talk about all the stuff that's really daunting and scary that we have to do and have to think about and everything. But did I tell amazing. you the kids are gatekeeping it now? Which I love. I love it. <laughs> like last year was like spread the word. We want as many people involved as we like can. We just want all of our friends and everyone right. to come do it. And now they're at the point where they're like, no, like only, that means more competition. Only we can do that. Right. Which I kind of love. It's hilarious. It's so funny. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, hey, that brings us to episode 15, our third script tease of the season spongebob squarepants the musical which i had such a fun time seeing i loved it it. so it was just like so like happy it reminded us that theater can be silly yes um and it's allowed to be silly and it doesn't have to be serious right yeah choir boy is super important and amazing west side story super important and amazing spongebob squarepants also valid super valid and so much fun so really like that keeping that up and then we move into episode you can tell I'm getting older when I have to move closer. Oh, episode 16, Middle School Drama Queens. Talking about classroom culture, talking about being drama teachers in um, secondary education, yeah. primarily and middle school. Yeah, both just had observations this week. Yeah. And I think it's been really interesting for us to reflect on, you know, having an outsider come into your classroom and giving you some really practical yes. advice. I know when I texted you today, I was like, I got the best feedback yeah. I've ever gotten in my past Which is two years of teaching today. Like, really, it's just awesome to get, like, actual like practical feedback yes to say like yes you are doing an amazing job you're also only a third and fourth year teacher right here's how you can take the amazing things you're already doing and make it even better like that that's that's and though and both of us are very reflective to us right to other people it might be like really like you, you they were just telling you like what you did well and what you can work on yeah, but like for us, that's well because it it, it feeds into theater of yeah. theater is based on reflection and Absolutely. revision and, and redoing, um, and we eat that up. And I think so many educators get stuck in the well, this is how I've always done it, and this is how I'm going or to do it. Or getting like negative feedback and being like, oh man, I suck. Right, right. And I it's have like to remind that's myself, ne- yeah. I I don't suck. Yeah, I'm good at what I do. I can just do it even better. Yeah. I really enjoyed that process. Yeah. So keep it up, middle school drama teachers, drama teachers at any grade level keep it up you're doing amazing sweetie thanksgiving's only in like a week and a half uh and winter break will be here before you know it love (laughs) you girlies hey episode 17 another history episode commit to the bit comedia del arte the gaggery and tomfoolery of stock characters and just seeing where a lot of comedy characters come from i was doing um writing a little bit of my paper for grad school um, about Rock of Ages and talking about tropes and like the lovers trope and and oh, we have, the villain and all of I, that. And I was I like, I swear yeah. to God, we have comedia characters. Absolutely, one hundred percent. You one hundred percent are. You're joking me if you don't think Lonnie is Harlequin. Absolutely, you're joking me. Yeah, absolutely. The stock characters are. If you look at any successful comedy or a thing that is trying to push comedy out, you're going to see it. So that's an episode you did not want to miss. Then we talked about in episode eighteen. Remixing Broadway adaptations and revivals. We're talking about what's hot. That I love was it. That a really fun conversation. I loved it. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, ad- adapting Broadway, um, Six is completely doing a redo or a undergoing of a complete new, new cast. cast. Um, and it's going to pop off and be amazing. And and all of these new things that are headed to Broadway yeah. um, are great. There's that K-pop musical. 
Ooh. That's uh sounds really good. I don't um, I haven't heard anything about that. I'll there's a lot of really research. cool stuff. Um lots of revivals. Um yeah. there's talks of a Rocky Horror revival. Ooh, moving, intriguing. So. Some cool stuff. Definitely yeah, make sure you're checking revival's out. The parade revival has been getting a lot revival. of yep, absolutely. Of, of press recently. That looks amazing. There's some Sondheim. It's like yeah. we talked about it in that episode. Yeah. If you can't go wrong with oh, the yeah. Sondheim right uh, now. The, the Into the Woods one is yeah. still alive Still and thriving. Thinking. Yeah. Um, they're about to bring Mr. Uh, Josh Groban. In Sweeney Todd. Back on. Yeah. Like, yeah they're, yeah. they're they're never going away. No. And they're never going to be out of style. No. You're never going out of style. Hey, that brings us to episode 19, the yes andification of improvisation. How's that funny? Boom. Bone. Blah, 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 blah. Yes, and how's that funny bone doing? <laughs> um, improv still good, amazing, kicking. Yeah. Um, I tried that um fairy tale court game that you made up. It, it, there's it no rules because you just basically are making a it up. A couple of the first few times it was a little clunky. The last time I did it, um, rather than like a fairy tale, we did like Santa. Work. And that was it was high camp. Of it course. was so good. We had like a parent like accuse them of giving the wrong gift to their kid. Work. And you had like elves come in, you had Mrs. It was Um, I so played good. for the first time press conference with my kids. They ate it up. A lot of them want to have a small group of uh interviewers rather than the whole class because I address I started as the whole class and I yes. totally get it. I did it but, I did it opposite where I had small group at first and, and then, then opened like, it just opened it up to the yeah. rest of everyone. Um but it was amazing. One of the standout ones um was uh two girls wanted to go at the same time and I said, Okay, both of you can walk out of the room and we did Batman and Robin and one of them got that they were Batman, but they didn't like lean over and tell the other person that they were Robin. So the other person's like, I don't know who I am. And I'm like, girly bop. Look get it into up. it. Open a book. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry that you're not literate. Then we opened with our final script tease, or episode 20 is our final script tease of the season, where we not talk about one, but two shows, Henry Gibson's. A Doll's House and Hedda Gabler. I loved it. It was a crossover between a historical uh, episode, episode and, and a scripties. It was so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, just reminded me that, like, ooh, I want to do one of those plays one day. Yeah. I was, like, I thinking about that, I think, like, yesterday. Because I went and saw um, the play Miss Witherspoon yesterday. And I don't know why, for whatever reason. Oh, they kept making, like, theater references in the show. Work. And so I kept being, like, hmm. Yes, and my brain just kept like floating to like other theater things, and I was like, "Ooh, I would really love to do." If I mean, I don't know if you could do at a at a high school. You maybe could. That would be killer. But, but I would love to do a doll's house at some point in yeah. my career. I think it'd be killer. And finally, two weeks ago, we released technical theater for dummies by, by dummies, dummies. Um, which was absolutely fun. It tickled my funny bone at us trying to communicate what we know about tech, but also validating that we do know we a do lot know. about tech. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and constantly growing and learning. Absolutely. I think that's the big like reiteration from it was like, oh, we're not actually dummies. Yeah. Like we know some things. Right. We're like at a basic level or m maybe proficient in some areas, but that's an area we're always going to keep learning and yeah. growing in. But also there's no shame in relying on people who excel in that area Absolutely. to help you yeah. as well. Hey, when we come back to our final segment of our final episode of our first season, we are going to head over to the DMs and take some questions that have been sent in by the adoring fans and talk to you about what theater thoughts you're still thinking about. We'll be right back. 
We are back. The final segment of the, the final, final segment episode in our season episode one. Episode 22. 22. Uh, hey, we are back. Uh, we just recapped the entire season. And now we're headed over to the DMs of our Instagram uh, podcast, uh, Instagram plethora uh, of messages. <laughs> We're digging deep into the DMs of the podcast Instagram um, and answering some very uh, intelligent, uh, very fascinating, and also very stupid questions um, that we are happy to uh, answer from the thoughts. Hey, if you ever want to ask us a question, maybe yours will get read on the air. You can follow us at our theater podcast podcast. or at our podcast Instagram, Instagram at, at theater, theater podcast, T H E A T R E podcast, thing, not the place. Okay, let's head over there. Kira, would you do me the honors of reading the first question? So our first question is coming to a long time coming to coming from long time theater thought parish. Hey, would you like to see more original musicals start in Colorado? How would you like to go Ooh. about being change makers at the forefront of it? God, he's so smart. I hate him. <laughs> um, so it's so funny. We did talk about uh, Rattlesnake Kate just being yes. fantastic. And I think absolutely there is a pocket of so much talent and creativity in performing arts here in Colorado that absolutely I think it should. If someone approached me tomorrow and was like, hey, I'm trying to write a musical. I would love for you to be involved in it on the creative team. I would say yes in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah, and I think how we can be uh, uh, game changers in that is um, we're so lucky that I think even before we really knew what it was, um, the company that we work for really pushed for like young artist workshop, young writers. Mm -hmm. Um, I know the Thespian Convention um, focuses on like playwriting. I know uh, the Denver Center has a playwright, young playwrights competition, and so. Um, to continue diving into that and, and putting us at the forefront of of those conversations and, and working and trying to find those artists. And as educators, pushing kids that like, yeah, you can also write yeah. plays and that's an incredible, valid performance-based thing that you can do, mm-hmm. right? I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um, our next question <clears throat> comes from Anonymous. And they say, dream show to direct or choreograph or be in? Ooh. Mine's easy. I said it today to someone else. Um, it, it's also not dream. Like you can't say dream show. It's like, what are like the f- couple shows in my mind right now that I'm like, yeah, I want to do that. Yeah. And they'll constantly be changing. But right now it's Joseph. I would love to do Joseph the Amazing Technicolor, Technicolor Dream Coat. I too would love to do that. Yeah, it's so I don't fun. know if that's like top of my list, it's but like camp. it's it's on my list for sure. Camp is out. Um, top show to choreograph and I get to check it off very soon. Chicago. Yes. It's... Oh. it's I, I feel like you you aren't a full time like the I don't know you're not a real choreographer until you've done Chicago I am a real choreographer but like I just I'm so excited to get to like fossify my choreographic style well also pay tribute to the original and also you know get to live in that own style within my own quality of movement there's not much uh area to do that right because yeah. unless it's a high school. Mm-hmm. You can't do Chicago because it's still on Broadway. Yeah. It's still kicking. Yeah. It's still tiptoeing. And I'm away. I'm not I haven't quite 
decided if I'm like doing a full like Broadway rep style or how much original I'm going to incorporate. That's like the next journey that I get to go on is to figure out what that's going to look like. Um, but I'm very, ex- I'm very, very, very excited. Um, and then, and so grateful for the opportunity. And then the dream show to be in, uh, just because I would get to tap my face off. I'd want to be Reno Sweeney and anything goes. Work. Just so I can do that. Darn good. Anything tap. goes tap number. It's yeah. iconic. I watch it like twice a year, I swear. Feeling down? Sutton Foster. The Tony goes Tony. Tony, yep. yeah, the Tony performance. Yeah. Um, mine's very niche, but um Elder Price and Book of Mormon. Niche. I feel like that's niche. Sure. I'm a white blonde man <laughs> and I want to play a white blonde man. Forgive me. <laughs> What's the next question? Let me know it, hunty. Do you enjoy directing, choreographing, or teaching more or acting, meaning like being in the show? Um, <laughs> that's a loaded question. I think it for is. me. I think directing and teaching are synonymous. Yes. And therefore, I like that best. Me as well. I love acting. Acting is really fun. It's super fun. I also like, (laughs) if you have a baby, you can't be the baby. Yeah. And just like that, I love having such a broad uh, hand on so many different facets, being the director or being a teacher and creating the environment for other people to grow that sometimes I find it difficult not having that opportunity. Um, so I'm definitely a director through and through. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. I think I've just gotten to the point where like, I, I do feel fulfilled performing, but I get so much more joy and fulfillment out of watching other people. Yeah, we don't get to sit around during the shows this time around <laughs> while we're performing. What the hell? Yeah. Well, it's also just so it's it's less so like the the final product. I love the final product. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But that journey of of seeing them work their asses off for that final product and you get to be the one to help create that and then they get so much joy and fulfillment from performing it. Yes. There's no other feeling in the world. No, it's the like best thing that. in the world. Yeah. Absolutely. So I do. I love both, but yeah, I gotta say, being on the creative team, absolutely, is my bread and butter. Um, uh, favorite era of musical theater. <sighs> Gosh, um, that's. So I like '90s. Uh, stick it to the man, kind of music. You've got Rent. Uh, that falls into uh, Tick Tick Boom with Jonathan Larson. Um, you're moving into um storytelling at like a really weird time um where early 1990s you have like ragtime um you fall into um just like weird transformative stuff mm-hmm. which i guess that they were doing in the 70s with like hair mm-hmm. and whatnot but 90s feels a little bit more connectable to me so i really like that era punk this is again another such like loaded question it is loaded um probably whatever genre you'd 
categorize like the legally blondes and footloose and like it's like movie musicals like, like movie musicals or like like pop musicals yeah. i don't know where you kind of have that mixture of like uh really upbeat uh music that that drives you know dancing and um but then you also have like power ballads like that whole Contemporary musical yeah, theater? Contemporary. Yeah, I guess. Um, which is so weird because we get or you get into like modern, but now modern is now dated because there's new musicals coming out that kind of like are different. So yeah. I get it. Um, all right, next question. Um what's your take on theater reviews? Do you think theater reviews were survive? at their current rate over analysis, body critiquing, etc. I can't say that I read a lot of reviews. I don't either. I I like to make a judgment on a show of my own judgment. But I know where this is coming from. This is coming from the funny girl feedback um and like Beanie Feldstein mm-hmm. um just getting terrible terrible reviews. I think reviews were something important of the time because so many people were reading the newspaper every day. We're reading the, now that you have so not the, when so many other ways to right, market, when people see a preview performance, it's no longer just critics seeing that preview performance. You have someone that can go on Instagram at intermission and talk about what they're seeing. So you have so many perspectives nowadays that you don't really need a formal review. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to review this podcast, give it five stars. <laughs> I don't know. I just think that like we you shouldn't be critiquing. It's that whole thing. Um, art is subjective, right? Right. And so if you're going to critique something, you should have a very specific set of standards that you're critiquing it to. So you're not critiquing the artist's interpretation of that art. Yes. You're more so critiquing the art against these specific standards. Yes. I think we've gotten too personal. I agree. I agree with, with reviews. That. I understand that as well. And you have to know that there's another human on the other side of that. Yeah. But also, who care who gives a rat's ass about the reviews anymore? Right? I'm I'm gonna still go see a show and I'm gonna make my own judgment about it. T. Like there's a plenty of shows that have been monumental hits that have flopped with the critics. Rock of Ages. Yeah. what do you think about productions and publishing companies deciding to censor rewrite parts of older broadway shows to become more appropriate and sensitive for the current time i love it oh we also keep forgetting to tell who's been asking questions oh this is from gabby to gabby um Um, this is a great question because my favorite musical is currently undergoing rewrites yeah i'm pro yeah i am pro um it really depends on the show yeah it really depends on the show. Like, let's say they wanted to censor, like, Spring Awakening. Right. I'd say absolutely not. No. You don't understand the point of that show. Right? That's not what. That's not what's happening. Most of the time, it's like, uh, well, in, in Thoroughly Modern Millie's case, it's, it's like, racially it's, motivated. Right. And, but here's the deal. The parts, what's also great about going back and realizing recognizing that parts of it are it is that that's exactly it is it's part of it the show is not based in racism the show is not based on that one small facet one story arc one character really is 
poor, poorly written in that moment. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the music, the rest of the story, the rest of the plot is really soundproof. So to go in and make those rewrites and be like, we know how much people love all these other facets. And we, and we wanna, know that we we may we mess, have offended yeah. or right. we ha- may have messed up yes. or whatever. And we want to do the right thing by yeah. making the right choice to to correct that. I think that's very admirable. Absolutely. And and it's not, I mean, it's going to change the story, but like, also, like you said, the things that people most remember, the things that people most connect with are going to be the same. Yeah. So. I'm going to turn for a couple more questions. Uh, this one's loaded from uh, Theater Thoughts avid listener, Nick Rogers. What were your childhood dreams and how did you pivot into what you're doing now? Oh gosh, I wish I had my mom. I was telling you, my mom found this interview that my brother and I um, asked each other. I was, he was like two. So I was like five and um, I listed off what I wanted to be. I wanted to be like a singer and a actress and there was something else in there. I like, uh, and a veterinarian work. So like she wanted to be on stage and she wanted to help the animals. I would say my dreams have not changed that much. <laughs> I wanted to be like a singer, dancer, actress, like triple threat with, with, a, and also a veterinarian. So like at age five, she was not that far off. Well, you're still doing some stage stuff and now it's more you, middle, middle schoolers are animals. So you're definitely <laughs> taking care of them. It's more, I think just like, I've always wanted to be a performer. Whether right. and and now the pivot was, I I realized that baby I'm not going to Broadway, but I I could I could make Broadway style shows. I can right. contribute to those. You can create that. Yeah. I can create that experience for other people. So I've always just wanted to be a leader. It was always like president, this you know, uh, director, like a big movie director or mm-hmm. or something, and and then you as you get old, right as you get older. <laughs> You analyze it and you're like, you just want to be in chart. You just want to oversee, you know, and, and the skills that have helped cultivate that definitely back that up mm-hmm. of being through it. Yeah. Um, we have one final question. What's in store for the future of Theater Thoughts podcast? What is in store for the future of Theater, Th- Theater Thoughts podcast? That's a great question. Uh, nothing. Um, it's shutting down. This is officially our swan song. Goodbye. <laughs> Just kidding. I think we have um, a lot of stuff brewing for next season. Yeah. Um, definitely, we've, we're pushing for more special guests, mm-hmm. more opportunities in our scripties to uh, yes. be more interactive and to figure things out um, and to have you be a part of them as well. Yeah. Um, and I think just more exploring the wild world. Yeah, continuing the conversation. Yeah. Uh, cultivating the community. Um, use another use another buzzword (laughs) and i i I really just think that you know like i said this was like such a dream of ours and now that we've done it and we know we can do it there's only we can only go up from here it's only going to continue to get better it's only going to continue to you know push our envelope of of our our minds of what we think we need to talk about or what we think people need to hear or learn about. Um, 
I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm very excited. I I'm think, very grateful. The break for is this. going to be lovely, and it's going yeah. to be nice. <laughs> Absolutely. But, but it, it's very exciting. I think we're already like, how can we continue as we do with right. everything we do? And how, how can we, we continue to make it better? Yeah. How can we challenge ourselves? How can we, you know, reach new heights? Um, I agree. The best way that we can. So, shout we're out. Doing good. You shout out to close. our friends and our family for all your your support in in kind of helping us build this yeah, this um, you know fan base and and then so many new people and you know old friends or uh you know colleagues or right. people in other countries even who've sat down and given us a listen we we really appreciate it your support means the world to us hey if you're missing some theater thoughts in your life during our hiatus you can make sure to like, follow, subscribe to any um, podcast platform um, and listen to all of our season one episodes before season two drops um, in the future. Make sure to stay involved with us on our Instagram, like I said, at Theater Podcast, T-H-E-A-T-R-E Podcast. The thing, not the place. So you can get Once all the again. up-to-date information <laughs> and know when our second season and maybe some new artwork will be dropped. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. We're 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 trying to trying to figure out gag the if, children. If we need a rebrand. Yeah, it's only been one season, but like, get it, but we could we could change it up a little bit. We like to judge things yeah. up from time and again. Hey, we are so grateful for you for listening yes. to this entire first season. Yeah. Um, and we'll see you back next season for another sparkling, memorable, glamoricia. <laughs> Glamazonian uh, episode of Theater Thoughts. Take a final bow. Oh, take a final bow. We'll and see you later. Cue the applause. Cue the applause. Goodbye. Goodbye.